why, like I've, I read this somewhere recently, I wish I had the actual quote, but it basically the, the message, that, or let me butcher it, but the message was basically um, at this point in time, this is a real opportunity for, for us as humans or individuals to look at the things um, that we've been running away from. Welcome to Distant Pals. My name is Tom Tate, and this is a podcast where we talk about social distancing from a distance. Yeah, sure. Well, thanks for um, the casual chat. I'm, I'm always down for that. Uh, I think cool, it's cool. Uh, a really relevant time for, for you to be doing, doing this, but also for anyone else listening to to be reaching out to other people and um, building relationships. And uh, it's it's the one time where everyone's in the same boat, right? Like it's, yeah. it's you know, if someone's experiencing a war on the other side of the, of the planet and you're not there or you don't have anyone who's who's on the front line, uh, it's really hard to empathize with that situation. But when all of a sudden everyone's going into lockdown, like I'm in Sydney in Australia um, and, you know, happen, you know, before we follow China, then the US and then New Zealand and then like just going sure. around the world, right? Um, yeah. And you're right, like before uh, my life was, uh, if we go back a couple of years now, I, my wife and I, after we got married, we traveled for about 18 months, uh, worked as okay. digital nomads. Um, so we've had the benefit of uh, pre-corona life, which is to meet people in person and to hang out and to you know uh, go on adventures. Yeah. Uh, and so when we came back this year, uh, we made the decision to come back to Sydney and stay here uh I got a contract with my current company, which is a um, online bookkeeping service called Be Ninjas. And um, fortunately for for me, uh, they were one of my original clients when I had a content um, marketing agency a few years ago, uh, and that work was predominantly built to be remote. So I, the reason I could travel and work was because I had built the business that way. Um, and with with that, I wanted to build a life, you know a business that could support the lifestyle that I wanted to live and with my wife. And um, so this whole world of working online or working from home isn't new to me. Um, but what is new is this idea of a lockdown uh, and this idea of, no, you can't just go out and meet someone at the pub or, you know, have coffees or, um, it, you know, go and hang out with your family, whatever it is. Like I'm talking about our parents and things like that um, who are not living with us. And so I've had to adjust. Uh, and the last few weeks has been really interesting in the sense that uh, there's a really good piece that came out. Uh, I think you might, I'm not sure if you read it, Tom, but it was um, on HBR and, and someone who is an expert in, in anxiety and um, grief uh, wrote an article about how the world is going through the different stages of grief in, in different ways. Um, sure. And so as I was reading through that, I could actually empathize and or relate to that and say, well, actually, this is where I am. Like there's this phase of um, uh, understanding what's actually going on, uh, and then there is a shift between the pre, you know, uh, the, the pre-corona life to the what some people are calling now the new norm. Um, sure. And and what we haven't been trained to do is to actually acknowledge that that's actually what's happening, right? And and to actually celebrate and to let go of the past life and to uh, grieve the things that we've lost. Uh, and so I actually went through, I had a, a mate of mine who uh, ran a webinar 
just for a small group of us, we've got a mastermind group that I'm a part of. And, um, and she took us through a process, which was basically, let's take a moment to pause and just look at the things that you're grieving right now. Um, you know, anything, whatever it is, just write it down or, or speak it out. And, and we shared things like for me personally, uh, just being able to pop into my local co-working space and connect with other people um, or, you know, calling up a, a friend and saying, hey, I'm here. Do you want to meet me at a cafe and, and have a chat? Right. Sure. Like like that we can't do anymore. But I, I hadn't had the, the opportunity to sit down and actually like run through my mind. These are the things that I've actually lost. Right. Um, and how much that, that's changed now that I wake up and it's like, oh my gosh, my, my reality is I'm confined within a certain space, like this is where I'm living. Um, and my travel destinations are kitchen, backyard, you know, the bathroom. Like I know. The- yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so bizarre. <laughs> um, and so, and the other part of that is being that we come from this, I don't know, probably more in the Western world is our mentality of goals and achievements and you got to get shit done and there's productivity and all these sort of things and there's a significant drop in that stuff um and some companies are or, or, or people are behaving like like no you should be at 100 effectiveness um and and the only difference is you've moved office space and that's actually not what's going on right i mean yes on, on one level it is but on another level it's like hey we are actually going through um not only the biological stuff going on with the virus but we're moving into recession, all right? Um, and that was, and I think there's a there's a separation between the two, and and it's being lumped together. But um, the recession was coming, right? Whether sure. or not yeah. Corona was happening, that was coming right. anyway, yeah. and, and people weren't aware of that. And this has just exposed that much more faster. Uh, and you know, and you just I see that when I walk down the street here, um, when I do my, um, one thing I'm doing as part of this this process is to try and get out and do a little bit of exercise. That's only that's my daily escape, if you will, from sure. my, my my home. Um, and but I'm seeing all these st- stores shut down and signs on the wall saying we'll come back after after the virus is gone. And but no one knows when that's going to happen, right? And so there's this. I think now we're going to this phase of oh my gosh, like it's not going to be a two-week thing. Like this literally right. can be six months, 12 months, two years. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's so interesting and, and bizarre. And, you know, one of the things I've been really paying attention to is is uh, leadership. You know, like I've really been looking locally. Um, I, I have, uh, my older son is in our public school system here. So like I've been looking at the leadership in our public schools and I've been looking at the leadership in my company and companies that we interface with. And, and it is so interesting. Um, exactly what you said about the, the stages of grief. Um, you see the stages of, of, um, I almost want to say reality, you know, like, like you go through these stages of coming to, to grips with the reality of the situation where it's, it's like that initial stage of like denial, you know, like this, this, this is the common cold, you know, this is going to blow over, this will be gone in the summer. Uh, and then it starts to sink in the reality of it all. And, and, uh, what I'm finding is that because there is no playbook for this, uh, it's really interesting to see who thrives in an environment and who, who thrives as a leader, right? Like who thrives as a leader in an environment where there's no, no playbook, you know, who, who can Mm. write the playbook on the spot that needs to be written, uh, to move people in the way that they need to be moved to really get through this. Um, 
Yeah. And uh, I, I realize now, you know, we jumped right into this conversation. I didn't give you a formal introduction. So, uh, <laughs> Anthony, uh, do you want to give just a quick, like, uh, 20, 30 second elevator pitch, you know, who you are, what you do? Uh, you mentioned, um, you mentioned the company that, that you work for now, Bean Ninjas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, we're, we're friends through online communities, right? That's how we know each other. Um, I've worked in digital marketing for a long time. I've been following Anthony because he's been putting out awesome co- uh, content, a lot of great content about remote working. So we're going to talk a little bit about that too. Uh, but yeah, let me turn it over to you just to give a quick pitch because uh, I, I didn't even tee up the episode. <laughs> That's all good, man. Uh, so essentially, I'm the role I'm in is uh, learning and community lead uh, at Ninjas. So we essentially started off as a bookkeeping company, um, doing zero bookkeeping for digital businesses and online entrepreneurs and people who run their businesses online. So we're not new to this world, right? Um, my role specifically is focused on building the community around that and also uh, introducing products to support entrepreneurs to better understand their financials. Um, so courses that run online, we were planning, and this is part of the, the, the pivot, I suppose, we were planning to do workshops, in-person workshops and conferences and things like that this year and next year, but that's probably not going to happen now. So um, yeah. strategically, you know, if I had to go through a process of, going, of, of examining that and saying, okay, well, where are the opportunities? Um, and, you know, what can we actually do? Uh, and though we're starting off at, with financial literacy uh, and, and there are a couple of courses that, that we have put out last year as a pilot and tested and those sort of things and, and they're for sale now and, and we're going through a launch process with those. Um, uh, the, the future of it and the vision for Be Ninja's education is actually to go more into the world of uh, helping companies to establish online uh to build gotcha. you know remote cultures and so we're a team of 15 distributed um globally and uh we started off remote first we never had an office physical office and went okay now we're going to switch um you always that was the intention of the the, the, fa- the co-founders when they began um and then yeah so that's now before i got to this role i like i mentioned i i had my own um, agency producing content for different clients and Bean Ninjas was one of the first clients that came on board four years ago now. Uh, and then through you know the, the journey, uh, I realized that I wanted to focus more of my time and energy on just one project as opposed to try and split my focus yep. on different hustles and things like that. Um, and that's how I ended up in this particular role. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so let me ask you uh, a, a question. Uh, for for me, I've I've experienced a lot of anxiety in like the first like seven to ten days. Right, it took me about ten days to really feel comfortable at home. Um, you know, we've been hunkered down for you know probably twenty four days now. You know, twenty five days now. And I'm curious, um, did you did you go through any periods of feeling anxious, uh, feeling? nervous, whether it was physically, you know, like where you might've contracted something being out and about before you were actually hunkered down, uh, or even just emotionally. Um, and has that come and gone in waves if, if you have? Yeah, the answer is yes. I, uh, I think I'm still, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm still going through it. Like I, my sleep pattern has been out of whack since like for three weeks now. Uh, and you know, I was at a stage before this all happened. I was getting around seven and a half to eight, eight and a half hours of sleep a night. And now yeah. I'm averaging around five hours you know, on a good day. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it's no logical, like, 
like there's no a logical solution to it. Like, like it's right, not something yeah. I can pinpoint. Like, hey, it's because of this. You know, it's but I am waking up and I have anxious thoughts. And um, in terms of my role at work, for example, uh, there were concerns around. Well, do I still have a job? Right, like this. Sure. Um, and and going through those conversations, uh, and then also thinking about my father who lives about five hours south of here uh, okay. by by car, and he's in that target you know, vulnerable age group. Um, and so I had, I didn't hear from him for about two weeks. And then I messaged him and said, Hey, like, can we just get onto a Facebook chat or something or like a video chat? Cause I want to see how you're doing. Um, and getting worried about that. Right. And, and so, um, he's fine. Yeah. Uh, we finally got yeah. into a call together and it was like, okay, you're good. Stay away from people who, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, sure. and, and yep. do that thing. Um, and then, yeah, just starting to hear like within my own circles, friends who have lost their jobs, people who have um, been impacted in different ways. I haven't had anyone. Oh, I, I learned about two friends who are in Toronto who did contract the virus okay. um, and then were cleared uh, and, and they've gone through their quarantine period and, and they're back to normal, I suppose. But there's always in their minds, they're still, well, what if it's still there or, you know, like how, yeah, how do we yeah. know it's gone for sure? Um, and so we've just been checking in just text messages saying, hey, UK today and, and, you know, what's going on. Yeah. Um, so, yes, definitely still going through the phases of it, but something going back to those phases of grief, um, I've come to an acceptance stage. Like I think I arrived there last week uh, or maybe four days ago. Uh, yeah. Where I just went, okay, the, the job is okay for now. Um, there, there is conversation around that that might change in the next few months. We don't know. Um depending on how the business goes. Uh, but then also uh, in terms of my health and everything, I just need to make sure, yeah, I'm doing the things, wearing, wearing the masks and not going out sure. and yeah. uh, doing all of that. And one thing that's really helped me is to actually shut off a lot of the news on social media. Um, I'm not looking at reports about the virus and how it's spreading. Um, it, it, all these fear messages that are coming out through mainstream media right now um, and just staying away from that because that was doing my head in, man. Like it was seriously – uh, you get so caught in a rabbit hole with that, and you just your, your brain just goes everywhere. It's like, um, like you said, you know, do I have it? Uh, I'm coughing today. Is that a thing? Um, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All my you know. I, I, like it's allergy season for us. You <laughs> yeah. know, so like it, you know, it's 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 okay to cough. You know, like that's right. the thing. You know, I keep telling myself it's okay to have a cough. Um, yeah, I was so hooked on the news uh, because I felt like I needed to stay informed, uh, but then it got to the point where. I, I, it was too much information. I don't need to know um, every single detail in every single state in the United mm. States and how they're responding to it. That's not going to change my situation. I'm I'm still trying to keep tabs on um, the science behind it, you know. So like like I'm trying to weed out the scientific studies versus the sensationalized yeah. reporting that's kind of happening, just because there's so much uncertainty around it that any any scientific study that's been vetted and cleared that can get us a little bit closer to understanding it. I feel like that can equip me with any way that I can help my loved ones if they were to contract it or just be able to point to things, you know, just to feel a little bit more at ease. But yeah, the news, like I, I've, I've had to shut that off because my sleep patterns have been like terrible. And I think part of it is like staring at my phone screen, you mm-hmm. know, like too late after the sun goes down, you know, and then, and, like just scrolling through whether it's the feeds or or just scrolling through the news. Um, so I, I do want to talk to you about, uh, just 
connecting with people. So, you know, remote work, we'll, we, we can get into some of your tactics because I, I really do want to share that because I've, I've had the, uh, the benefit of working remotely for about 10 months prior to this. I just started at a new job two months ago. Um, that's in the office, you know, so I just started working with a brand new group of people. We have about 150 people in the office. Um, so it's been a change for a lot of people and a struggle for a lot of people who've never worked remotely before. Um, so these productivity tips that you put out, uh, I think we should just run through them cause I read through them. They're awesome. Uh, we can talk through them a little bit and, uh, you know, maybe we can get into, how you might want to adapt some of these too, um, you know, even so slightly just to, to meet whatever your specific situation is. Yeah, sure. Uh, does that sound, sound good? Yeah, man, let's do it. Um, so I, I, yeah, I shared a LinkedIn, like I put some tips up on LinkedIn yesterday and there's, I put four in there, we'll run through those and I've got a couple of others that I didn't put on there just because of brevity. I'm going um, to link yeah. to it too. So yeah. uh, if, if you're listening to this, I'll make sure I have the link to that post so that you can check it out too. Yeah. So the first one, like I, I for me, and these are things I practice, so it's not like I just read this in an article and I put it up here. <laughs> uh, yeah, for yeah, me, for it's, sure. Yeah. It's, uh, the first one is to have a consistent morning routine. Um, and I was doing like, it's it's so much more important when you're in lockdown to have this because when you're working from home and if you're used to working in an office, so like I mentioned, I used to go to a co-working space and that was a way for me to separate personal life from work life. Uh, and I find that I could get more productive if I was locked in a, a room in a co-working space or even just sitting next to strangers but in silence um, and then have my social like the opportunity so opportunity to socialize right um, now that's changed in, in how I'm doing that but I'm still doing it now the first one is the morning routine for me uh, that first hour of the day is you know and for a lot of us who are productivity junkies we hear you know the Tim Ferriss of the world talk about this um, sure. it's uh, it, it's it's really critical from an emotional, physical, and mental well-being perspective. Um, what I'm doing right now is, or oh, this morning before this call, I actually went out for a jog um, and put 15 minutes, give it a push up a hill and, and try and break a sweat um, and challenge myself. And I actually had moments where because I've been so unfit like over the past three weeks, um, sure, yeah, it, it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I can't even do this anymore. Uh, yeah. But uh, it, it's, a, it's training your mind to go through that like and just pushing through, hey, you know, like you can do it and, and this is like mental psychology, right? Um, yeah. And so, but another thing I've been doing is with my wife is just going for a, a walk. Like she doesn't like to run. So if, when we go together, it's like this walk and let's allow ourselves to be grateful. There's a literally 10 minutes down the road from here, there's a, a river um, and you can catch the sunrise and it's just brilliant. Uh, and so it's a way for us to connect with each other you know, be grateful for the, the amazing things that we do have. If you look out your backyard or through your window or you step out into your garden and just like one of the benefits that have actually happened because of COVID-19 is less cars on the road, um, less air pollution. Uh, and so you can actually see nature for what it is, which is just stunning, right? Um, so that's the first one. The second one is um, specifically around working is to set yourself some clear boundaries around your work hours. You know, when are you actually working and when are you breaking? Um, you know, and it's easy to fall into the trap of, hey, I've, like you say, I've got the mobile device here. I can just pick it up and start scrolling. Um, or, hey, maybe I'll just respond to that person's message or an email. And all of a sudden, two hours down the track, you're like, I'm still yeah. working. Um, and it's not, it's, it's not good for your mind um, to do that. And, you know, you can really get into burnout because you've done now instead of doing your regular you know, 40 hours a week, whatever it is that you're doing, um, you're doing 60 hours a week and it's just gone by that fast. Um, 
and it's also important to communicate your timing with your team, right? So like for, for you and I who work remotely, we've got a team that we report into. Uh, we're using Slack as a, our main communication channel. Uh, and I basically, something like our designer said today, he's saying, well, I'm working now from Monday on to Wednesday. These, these are the hours. Um, so if you need a request, let me know during that period, right? Um, and that's important. Like you need to let people know, hey, this is when I'm offline or, you know, when I'm online. Um, and it's and so there's, the expectation is set that, you know, just because you're going to send me a message at 10 p.m. at night, because some of these, some of our team members are in different parts of the world. Um, sure. For them, it's, you know, like where you are, Tom, it might be 4 p.m., but in Sydney, it's 3 a.m. in the morning. So, so I have to say, well, you can send me the message during your time, but just understand I'm not awake. Not get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So I'll t- address it in my time periods. So that's about communicating your boundaries and for yourself as well. Like no one in your team is going to police that for you. Like as much as we want, you know, our, our leaders to to stay on top of that for us or our HR person, um, it, it still comes back to to you and how you want to manage your own life. Uh, and you got to say, hey, no, it's time. I'm switching off. It, I've done my seven hours or whatever it is, four hours, you know, um, and and I'm taking a break, right? So, yeah, and yeah. you know what? Just to jump in, you said something earlier too that you've noticed a lot of, I've noticed this too. A lot of businesses are really trying to push for, you know, business as usual, you know, peak productivity, if not, you know, strive to be even more productive and, and put out more, uh, work, more work products, um, in, in the time constraints and ignore the fact that there's a global crisis happening, right? Both, you know, the pandemic itself and then the economic crisis. So I, I really think that setting clear boundaries around work hours, um, is crucial because of that, right? Because the reality of the situation is that there's so much going on. Um, uh, I, there's a great poem uh, that I shared in in a newsletter that I just started. Uh, and it's, it's basically, uh, the title of the poem is Things to Do in the Belly of the Whale. You know, mm. uh, it's by Dan Albergati. And it's, uh, it's an interesting poem. Uh, I'll share it with you offline. But, you know, in general we're all in the belly of the whale right now. You know, like we're, we're all in it. Like there's no, no one has been able to escape this, this thing. That's right. You know, we're all experiencing the exact same thing. So I think that it's, it's super important um, to give your, your mind and your body space uh, to not be in work mode. Uh, yeah. And yeah, like it's just so important uh, because it's, uh, from my experience working remotely, it's the easiest thing to do. Just like never allow yourself to transition uh, to give yourself room to breathe and give yourself space. So yeah, I love that one, but I'll, I'll turn it back to you for number three. No, I'll add to that as well. Like I think it's also important to acknowledge as a, with your team and with your partners and people at home, whatever it is, but to acknowledge this is what we're going through uh, and I'm not going to be 100% every day. Like I'm not going to be 70% on some days, you know, and, and that's the discussion yeah. we've been having with our team and saying, you know, like I've gone onto calls with my CEO, for example, and, and I've actually said to her, um, like I've just had a really crappy two days. I've not been productive at all. Um, and it's and and she's come back and gone, well, actually I've been through that too. So so there is a very human element to that and, and just acknowledging that that's what we are. As you say, we're all in the belly of the whale. So um Let's not hide that and, and just say, hey, yeah. like, like this is the reality, you know. I'm not going to be great today or I wasn't yesterday, but today I'm better, you know, or, or whatever it may be. Or I just need a day off so I can actually go and refocus and, and be with my kids sure. or, or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, and that's important. Uh, the third tip that I've got here is just to be flexible and, and really experiment with different ways of doing remote working uh, and, and to, 
make that practical, uh, I suggest things like working out what's the best place or space within your own uh, living quarters or in your house or in your apartment or wherever it is that you are, um, where you, you find yourself more creative. For me, I need to be uh, in access of natural light. So I've, I've got this window right in front of me here. I'm looking out towards the street. I can see trees. I can see, you know, birds and things like that. And that actually brings that creative vibe for me. And, and I can focus a lot better than if I were to try and sit on a couch with my table and then I'm like, that's for me, couch, I associate that to either sleep or TV mode. Yeah, and sure. so, yep, yep. Um, you have to understand your own patterns, right? Um, for some people, it's go out on the balcony and, and, and do work there or lock yourself in a room away from the kids for some time and, and do that. Do that. So, um, and, and you play with, and here's the thing, like even though you work out today or this week, that's re- working really well for me, next month that might change, all right? Because yep. we as humans like variety um, and, and sometimes we just need to, even like I'm looking at your lamp and your shelf and books and that, like even if you move that around a little bit, just, just to get a different feeling for that space um, sure. and then, you know, put posters up or whatever it is you need to do. Uh, and that, that can actually impact your creativity um, and your pro- your productivity as well. Um, and another one in terms of flexibility is timing, right? Play around with your, your, your rhythms. Like we're, we've both mentioned here that we, your, you know, our sleep patterns have been thrown for a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so now you've got to, retest well when am i most creative when i when am i most strategic when should i be doing admin work or jumping on meetings with people uh and then playing around with that and being okay with you know what was no longer is um and that's going to transition again right um so that's that's another one and then the last one i I had here uh is in terms of your psychology is to actually get dressed. I put here, get dressed for success. I'm thinking of Roxette. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, it's very easy to say, hey, I'm going to wake up. I'm in my PJs or in my, my track pants and I'm just going to do that thing uh, and be comfortable because I'm at home and I'm not, I'm not in the office. I don't need to put on a suit and a tie or whatever it is. Um, and look, yes, sure, you can do that, right? But understand that there's actually a psychological benefit and there's been research on this um, when we actually switch out and we go, I'm going to put on a different shirt. I'm going to show up, you know, like I would if I was going into the office or I'm going to meet a client or, or whatever it is. Um, and like me, I've just put on the Be Ninja shirt. Like that's what it is. I don't need to go all formal. Um, sure. But for me, that signals to my brain that, hey, the next, you know, six hours, I'm in work mode um, and, and that's what I'm doing uh, and, and that actually helps us get more productive. Because if we stay in one, you know, like we stayed in one outfit the whole week, right? Um, it's like you're on holidays and, and therefore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, you, you, you forget what day it is. Yes. You can't remember the last time you showered. You know, it turns into, yeah, like it doesn't help with, uh, you know, staying on top of your game and staying productive. I, yeah. I really appreciate um, number two and number four kind of together because I do think that getting dressed for success and putting on your work clothes like that helps establish the clear boundaries psychologically between work and not work. Yes. Um, you, one thing that I've been doing is, so I listen to podcasts uh, during my, my drive, my commute. Mm. Um, so I've been trying to leave enough space like 20 minutes before I start working and 20 minutes after I stop working to emulate that commute, you know, yes. and basically that just means I'm going to listen to the same podcast that I would listen to if I were driving to and from work, you know, and like what that does is my family knows, you know, like I, I'm, I'm done working, but I'm not like, I'm not flipping the switch from work mode to parent mode, like immediately, you know, yeah. there's a nice transition there. Like yeah, I've definitely been doing that. 
Yeah, and as you know, like there is that that transition, and you need to allow for that transition because if you if your kids come knocking on a door right after you've just ended this interview, um, like they need to understand. Actually, no, dad needs a transition period. Like th- th- there needs to be a time where I wind down and I'm back into being present for you. You know, like there's there's that that psychological shift, and I have that with my yeah. with my wife where it's like. Okay, I'm getting off work now, but I need 10 minutes to to to, right. to wind down, um, and then I'm back into husband mode, right? Like it's it's it, and it's the, it goes the other way too. Like if if you wake up and you're in family mode, you need that ramp up period to to get into work mode, and, and that's in yeah. the, in the mind, yeah. you know. Um, podcasts are great. Like I listen to podcasts when I run or jog or walk. That's also my learning. Like I I call it the the, the walk and learn or the run and learn, and and that's actually when I'm like listening to those things because that's when I. To me, that's my meditation. That's when I access my creativity and I, I hear how people are solving problems. And that actually helps me access that for myself. Um, I'd also do a meditation. Um, I'm doing about a 15-minute meditation early morning cool. when I wake up. Yeah. Um, not not consistent. I wish I was consistent. But right now, it's just up and down, sure. fluctuating. Um, and then one more I'll add is I, t- I mentioned Slack earlier, uh, something that as a tool that we use in our company. But before, um, something that I've, picked up through my one of my or the mastermind group that I'm in is we do you know this uh, idea of a morning scrum um, where you basically just list out here are the five things I'm going to tackle today or three things or whatever it is um, and this is the priority and you know added to that not just only it's not just a to-do list but it's also what have I done yesterday what have I what have I completed yesterday um, and then what are the challenges that I'm working through or one block that I need some support with um, and then I'll add a couple more things like what am I grateful for uh, so a couple of things there around just the gratitude uh, and then also just I do the affirmation some people don't like that but that's for me sure. it, it's it's just who am I becoming and the opportunity right now with this whole lockdown period is actually to Really think about that. Like, who do you want? Like, what? I heard this question asked on a, one of these group chats I was on recently. Um, some, the, the person said, you know, think about when you come out of Corona uh, and we're all back to business as usual or whatever that looks like the new normal. Um, who do you want to be known for or what do you want to be known for at that point in time? Have you, have you published that book that you always wanted to publish? Have you launched that podcast? Have you, you know, um, befriended that person that you always wanted to be mates with, or have you asked that girl out? Like whatever it is, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. This is a good time to, to really reflect on that stuff and and go, yeah, like I'll, I'll put in that, you know, hour a day where I'm just working towards that project that I've been sitting in the backseat for the last 10 years. Right. Um, and, And that's something that, that I've been, definitely thinking through. I don't have the answer to that just yet, but I'm still very cognizant. There's an opportunity for doing that right now. I, so I, I love that and I'm, I'm listening to it. And the way I'm translating that is, is don't push pause, right? Like on, on everything, right? Your, your, your growth, your progression, the movement that you've been making in your life, like don't pause that, you know, like you can still continue that despite feeling like the world is, on pause, you know, yeah. on hold or in this holding pattern, you know? So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, so I, yeah, this has been a great conversation. I, I haven't wanted to slow it down. We've been talking for about a half hour, but, um, what I, I want to do though, as we start to wrap things up is I've been asking everyone, I'm really looking for, uh, your take on, and, and maybe not like a prediction for the future, but like right now in your experience right now, has there been, uh, anything, you know, exceptionally good that, that has come out of this or reaffirming in your life or like a silver lining. You know, I've talked to a lot of people who've been 
reconnecting with family and old friends in a really positive way uh, through video chat. Um, have you experienced anything that stands out as just uh, a really positive thing that has come out of this so far? So I'm going to say yes. I'm going to frame it in a way that's going to sound counter to what you're asking. Um, so why, like I've, I read this somewhere recently. I wish I had the actual quote, but it basically the, the message, that, or let me butcher it, but the message was basically um, at this point in time, this is a real opportunity for for us as humans or individuals to look at the things um, that we've been running away from, right? So, uh, and and whether that's building connections with our family members, um, you know, have, not having that conversation with your sibling for the last five years because you had a blow up and, and for whatever reason you didn't address that. Um, and now when we realize what's important, which is health, family, relationships, um, creative creative pursuits whatever these things are developing our skills right now's the time where we can actually take stock and actually focus on those things right and and so now we can flip that and go well what have what have i not been addressing and can i address that now right and whilst and the the the, the big benefit of everyone going through the belly of the whale is everyone's going through the belly of the whale so we're all in this unique experience yeah. so we can actually sit down and go like i had a um I've been having conversations with people who are, I'm starting to have these conversations with people who have been through past recessions uh, and, and just saying, hey, what was it like back then, you know, when it, 2009 happened? Or what was it like, you know, back in the Great Depression when, when you know, for the elder sort of the, the, the elders, sure. you know, and, and, and they can like, it's a fantastic, like I, I posted this on my Facebook wall maybe two weeks ago and I said, this is the best time to talk to your grandparents um, and people of that generation and to say, what was it like going through the 1940s, the 1920s, World War One, World War Two. You know what's been the, the biggest challenge that you faced as in humanity, like in your life, and how did you get through that? Um, and what we learn and what we we realize is one: the best stories actually survive and live in our families, um, and because we're always looking out there and like let's see what Hollywood's telling us and let's look at whatever, right, yeah. right? But if you just sat down with your parents and their parents and just went or did it over Zoom or whatever, um, and just went, hey, like what? Tell me about those stories um, and you'd be surprised what comes up because they just go, yeah. you know, this COVID thing, we've been through this before, right? Um, we've been through recession. We know what, like how we handled that and the, some amazing stories come out. Um, and then that then opens the door for like real connection, as you mentioned, um, and also for just identifying what's really important right now. And for us, for another part of it is actually to connect with community um, and in a real way, right? So these tools and these technologies we're using, even for this this interview here, um, were built to connect people. Uh, and, and now we're actually using them to have real conversations. Like this right now, Tom, is a real conversation. Like what's going yeah, on for, for you? Sure. You know, and, and um, when we're so distracted by busyness and productivity and, building profit for companies and these sort of things. Like we, we get so far away, to, you know, on, on the other side of, of, of the um, spectrum where we're so focused there, but we forget we're all humans going through human experience. I know. I know. Yeah? Like even just interacting with my colleagues, like it, it's okay that your kids are running into the room. It's okay that my kids are running into the room, you know, like, like it's okay that you had a rough couple of days, you know, it's okay that we're, we have, it's okay that we're feeling things, you know, it's, it's such a silly thing to like consider that like we have to, um, 
you know, take off our work costumes and, and be human. But this has really been stripping us down to yeah. the bare essentials, the bare necessities, uh, you know, the bare emotions. And, and like we're all coming together to work and keep the economy moving as best as we can. We're all coming together to slow down the spread, uh, which is really awesome. And, you know, I, I've I've also been saying I didn't say it in the beginning of this, but I've, I've been saying it in the other interviews and conversations. Um, we're lucky that we're having this conversation and we're not frontline healthcare workers, you know, like they're the real heroes, you know, so I don't want to belittle that by any means. Um, you know, we're, we're home so that we can, you know, hopefully really slow things down to, to help, help those who are, um, unable to stay home, you know, but yeah, I, uh, this has been a fantastic conversation. Um, what's, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you, to follow you on, on the web and and just kind of keep tabs on what you're up to? Yeah, I think the best way, um, if you've got a business, we've got a, a bunch of resources that we put up for free just to support businesses through this time. Uh, so if you just head to our website, which is beanninjas.com forward slash resources, uh, that's probably a good way um, to get there. And then LinkedIn, I'm, you're going to share the uh, article that I posted. So that's I'm most active on LinkedIn. So that's probably the best way if you want to talk to me specifically. Yeah, and I'm going to share this article and I'm going to encourage everyone to check it out uh, just as just reaffirming some of the things we talked about. But I also want to encourage you to check it out because as of this recording, there's there's 43 comments um, and the comments are really strong, right? So not only will you get the tips that we talked about, but check out the comments because you're hearing from other people who are also, as we said, in the belly of the whale, you know, people who are also going through it. Um, you know, one, one comment said, if you're a primary caregiver for kids, cut yourself some, some slack, you know, don't, don't feel guilty. And, and I, you know, my wife and I have been talking about that too. Um, any final words for, for the listeners out there, uh, as we continue to move through this? Yeah, I, I, final word would be just to give you, give yourself some kindness and some love, you know, we're doing it for our family members and everyone around us, but look in the mirror and go, Hey, like I deserve that too. Uh, and then just just be human, like, you know, approach, approach everything from a human lens and like, hey, how can we support each other and how can we we move through this together? Because we are all in it together. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. I want to wish you, uh, your wife, your, your father too, you know, just a ton of health um, as we continue to move through this. And uh, as you said, uh, and, and I know too, we don't know how long this is going to be. So if it happens to be four months, five months, six months, maybe uh, let's hop back on and have another conversation later on and check in with you and see how things are going. And uh, we'll, we'll possibly do a, a, an update episode. Amazing. We'll do. Appreciate you, Tom. And thank you for opening the conversation because it's so important right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks again. And for all those listening, uh, be sure to check out the show notes for this episode and we'll talk to you soon. been another episode of distant pals my name is tom tate thank you so much for listening the track you are listening to is white telephone by mammal learn more and sign up for the email newsletter at distantpals.com the number you are calling has been changed the new number is